going to be talking uh, Season 3 of Castlevania Which You don't need to see uh, Seasons 1 and 2 Because it follows a conclusion Of Season 2 However um, I'm going to be talking spoilers for Seasons 1 and 2 So And I'm going to try to avoid spoilers on Season 3 But Fair warning uh, Enjoy the ad How's it going, everybody? So, Castlevania Season 3 is fucking awesome. Um, it is... It is fucking awesome. Um, so, I want to say this is the longest season to uh, date in terms of... Season 1 was four episodes, which was roughly about two hours. And then, I want to say Season 2 was eight episodes... And it, uh, Castlevania has an interesting, uh, background in that, uh, Castlevania has been trying to launch as anything for, um, say something like 13 years. Uh, the, the producer, uh, brought it to Warren Ellis, who... I think they wrote a script together in 2007, 2006, maybe 2008, and uh, it was seen. It was viewed as like a as a trilogy sort of deal because um, I don't know if it was always supposed to be animated or not. However, um, what you get is um, like Netflix. Um, in 2017, so roughly about 10 years of trying to get it to the screen. Um, like you have season one, which is Dracula. First thing uh, you realize is that a woman walks into his life. It's not like he meets somebody. No, she walks into his life and just like learns so much, and then uh, like. They, they end up married, and the woman is... They're living in a small house. The guy has a castle, and and she manages to, uh, to get him to move into a small house where she is a doctor. She is a legitimate doctor, and uh, the church, which, by the way, is only referred to as the church. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, Christ imagery and crosses, stuff, but it's never uh, said out loud what church it is, um, so the church is like, oh, she's a witch, burn her now, and when, uh, Dracula finds out that, uh, his wife was, you know, burned at the stake, uh, he's distraught, and he is pissed, and he lets everyone know, I'm coming to kill you. Uh, and he, like, and I, I'm going to kill everyone, and I have the means to do it. So, then you're introduced to, uh, Trevor Belmont, who is, um, he's a drunkard, he's, uh, like, uh, sort of, not a scoundrel, but, uh, like, he's in a low place in life. Uh, the Belmonts are like a hated family because they, even though they were all monster hunters and killers, uh, they are, uh, uh, for whatever reason, chased out. So, uh, 
Trevor Belmont, uh, like last of his name, sort of, what, what have you. Uh, he, he goes, uh, like, uh, when Dracula appears, he's like, well, that looks like a job for somebody. And then it eventually was like, uh, well, that's your job. So, uh, he, uh, meets, uh, Saifa and, uh, Alucard, who is Dracula's son. And Saifa is a, um, she's a part of this, like, nomadic, um, uh, uh, I, I, I think they're, like, seers, I think are what they are called, um, like, she has magical abilities, uh, and they are, uh, like, she, like, she, she's, like, the person that, uh, like, is the, kind of the thing that, like, puts everybody on track, so, then turns out, uh, while, uh, those three are meeting up in season one, season two, Dracula is forming an army, uh, or has an army ready to go, like, he, like, he's calling in everybody, get your ass over here, uh, we're introduced to Carmilla, we're introduced to Isaac, we're introduced to Hector, we're also introduced to a lot of fun characters in the meantime, and, uh, you, like, if season one was very philosophical in nature, season two was very, um, story-driven in nature that was, um, season two, uh, had more action, it had, uh, like, better action sequences, however, um, like, uh, like, it, it still, like, took its time, like, it, in certain moments to be, like, uh, when, like, Alucard is in, uh, Trevor's family home, there, it's, like, a vault full of things that kill vampires, and things that kill monsters, and what have you, the, uh, the, Alucard is looking at a, like, a, at, a, like, a cupboard, or whatever, like, a glass, um, case, that has shelves on it, and <coughs> you see that there's, like, skulls in there, but then you look closely at the skulls, they realize they're very tiny skulls, they're children's skulls, but then you look closer, and you realize, oh, those are fangs, those, like, the, the Belmonts had to have, at, at some point, been killing children that were vampires, so, like, it's, like, little moments like that, uh, that are spread out through season two, that, um, like, the Castlevania, like, as a series, has, uh, been really good at three things, uh, philosophical conversation, which, by the way, conversation, like, uh, like, Warren Ellison interviews, who's the, he's the writer of the show, and I want to say soul writer, which, by the way, the man is a machine, like, I, I, I don't, I, I half want to, like, uh, reach, reach out to him through Instagram or Twitter and just ask, hey, uh, just curious, which one is harder, like, writing a show by yourself or writing, like, three or four books a month in comics? Because I know him from his comics work. But, like, uh, Warren Ellis has said, well, I'm an idiot, which I highly doubt, but anyway, uh, he has these conversations and, uh, about philosophy He'll have, there'll be, which by the way, the animation by Powerhouse 
it is uh, because Powerhouse is also doing the uh, Kevin Smith uh, uh, show run um, uh, Masters of the Universe uh, reboot uh, soft reboot and the uh, idea is with them it's like Kev uh Write all your dialogue out. Like, if you need something uh, specific, let us know. However, uh, when it gets to the action, just say fighty, fighty. Okay. So, with Warren Ellis, uh, I think there was, like, a learning curve because supposedly all of season one was very uh, intricate. I shouldn't say all of, but supposedly, from what from what I have understand of the uh, discussion of it, uh, season one was very much, uh, beat by beat planned out, but then, um, season two comes along, and there's a lot more action involved, because it's more episodes, the, uh, action is very intense, so, now, season three, uh, we pick up with each of the, um, uh, key players in the story. Uh, so, Alucard is by himself, and he like the loneliness is getting to him because like uh, one of the funniest goddamn things in this in the show is. Uh, and by the way, Warren Ellis has maybe the greatest um, sense of humor in tight moments. Uh, and still having the ability to be funny and uh, uh, have the, the pathos of the moment. So, like, when Alucard is speaking to dolls that he made of his friends uh, and doing imitations of their voices, uh, which, by the way, spot on. So I, I couldn't tell if they, they had the voice actors do, uh, like, lines for the dolls or if they, uh, or if the voice actor actually did a really good job of uh, imitating, uh, the other characters. So, uh, Saifa and Trevor are off on an adventure, uh, like, hunting, um, the, uh, night creatures that are roaming about, and they're just helping people like that. The... They end up in a place called, uh, I want to say Lindenwald or Lindenburg or, not Lindenburg, but I'm going to go with Lindenwald for the second. Uh, And they have, it's, it's your, uh, it's sort of like a Western in the sense that uh, the, the town had something happen. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to say, like, it's, like, uh, the, the town mayor, whose name is, uh, Judge, Judge uh, gives him a task. I can't go into the monastery, figure out what the hell is going on in there, because, like, we had a night creature disappear into there. So that, like, that's their, uh, like, they're staying put in, like, this small town. The... And then you're introduced to uh, some of the guys from Dracula's army from season two. Uh, I'm going to start with Isaac. Isaac is 
this guy who was very devout in his uh, faith as uh, I want to say 1400s or 1500s Muslim uh, religion and like this is like when I say devout I'm talking like uh, he has a belt with uh, the uh, studs on it and uh, flagellates himself so the like he was loyal to Dracula whose main goal was we are going to eradicate all of humanity then uh, he gets uh, stranded in the middle of the desert and uh, he has this ability to uh, they're called forge masters a forge master can take a soul in hell and uh, put it plug it out of hell and put it into uh, the world uh, so Isaac's like main weapon or main tool I should say is a knife so whenever he stabs somebody uh, depending on uh, the, uh, the level of effort uh, they that the body of the person he stabbed turns into a um, it turns into a demon basically or a monster like, uh, and plus th- this is where you start seeing some of the uh, the Castlevania video game uh, sprites and monsters um, like come in because like you get the demons you get the uh, the minotaur uh, this season had Isaac face off against Legion. If, if fans of the series don't know what Legion is, um, Legion is always uh, like a pile of corpses, uh, 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 like working in unison, and that happened. Which, God bless him. So Isaac is on. Uh, like a philosophical journey. He's meeting all these uh, interesting characters that are, like, you know, just helping them see uh, things differently because, like, in the beginning, I'm going to kill everybody. Uh, He meets, um, like, a shopkeeper who's like, "Uh, I'm not going to kill this guy right now. Then he has to get on a ship. Uh, who, uh, which it's a great conversation uh, between him and the captain, and the captain is kind of—it's very much a Warren Ellis character, but it's also um, like loosely tied to the uh, video games. Uh, like Warren Ellis has repeatedly said that he's never played the games, but he's—he's uh, he's gone through the. Um, the, the, the Wikipedias, the fan pages, and what's great about that is he's not trying to recreate the games. He's trying to tell the best story he can, the way that he would tell it. Uh, that's why, like, if Warren Ellis is ever not showrunner for this show, goddamn, I don't know what the hell, like, just end the show. Oh, like, or wait. Because... Um, this show is very much a Warren Ellis uh, product. So and, uh, then Isaac meets uh, like a, a hermit magician, which is, like I said, a very like th- there's this season had the most Warren Ellis characters uh, by any of the seasons I think. 
Uh, then you're introduced to, uh, not introduced to, the last person we're, the last group I should say we're catching up with is uh, Carmilla and Hector, and Hector uh, more so. Carmilla was was a great uh, revelation in uh, season two as this uh, like scheming woman. And I say scheming because that's the word that uh, is best used in, in season three, so that's the one I'm using. Turns out uh, Carmilla is a, a part of a quartet. Uh, the four empresses of their kingdom, which I don't expect. They're not really an empire, but like they have a, a kingdom going on. Uh, it turns out uh, Carmilla is uh, the one with the plant because apparently, uh, well, no, in season two it was her story was told in like real quickly, like not too much detail, but you know enough that uh, she was a uh, turned into a vampire and became the bride to a vampire who had, I guess three other wives as well and Carmilla was the one that uh, like uh, killed him and took over the kingdom so like, like Carmilla is the uh, is it Carmilla or Camilla god damn it oh, oh, so anyway uh, I forget the two uh, other women's names but uh, it's like Stryker and Odessa or Ogden so, uh, Camilla, Camilla uh, is the um, is the the one with the plan, the leader who uh, like forward thinking. This is what we're doing now. Uh, then you have uh, your uh, like war, uh, like your general type woman who is clearly uh, a giant Russian woman uh, in a previous life. Uh, then you have the uh, uh, the torturer, um, like, uh, chief of state, uh, the logistics person, the, 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 the brains of the operation, like, like, the, like the left side of the brain operation. Then you have, uh, I'm trying to remember if it, like, I heard someone say Lenore, then I heard someone say Loreen, which, uh, I'm not going to check it right now, but this woman is the diplomat, so the diplomat of the bunch, uh, like, because you ever have like that Mandala effect where it's like the Berenstein Bears or whatever, or where it's really the Berenstein Bears? Uh, the so Lenore, uh, Loreen, uh, Carmilla, Camilla, uh, everyone's redheaded waifu. Uh, like the Discovery is like this woman is in charge of getting Hector to make them an army because the way the Forge Master army works is um, the Forge Master makes the demons, the demons are loyal to him. Like they command him. So Hector 
uh, got marched barefoot, 800 miles, dragged uh, by a chain at some point. So he's in a cage, he's beat down, and uh, what has to happen is they have to uh, get him to make them an army so that they can have their plan. Now, here's the problem. Uh, Cammy uh, beat the shit out of him repeatedly and treated him like shit, so... Uh, uh, leave it to her sister wife to have to uh, ease the situation where uh, he'll make the army and uh, the four of them could uh, do that. So the entire season uh, you have a lot of stuff going on. So it's a, it's a, it, there's a lot of it's the vacuum the the absence of Dracula in season three is a vacuum of power and that vacuum needs to be filled so you have uh, like uh, Trevor and Sypha dealing with uh, a monk which I'm going to call him a monk because uh, his, his title is Prior Salad because apparently, like, uh, a priory is a thing for a church, which I, like, I've heard, I've never heard the term priory before. So, anyway, uh, Prior Salad is trying to resurrect Dracula, uh, and you're introduced to characters like Judge, who is in, char- in charge of running the town, uh, then you're introduced to uh, 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 Count or, or Saint Germain, who or Baron or Count, I forget which one is offhand. But anyway, Saint Germain is this. Uh, you don't know if he's a con artist or not, but he does have like some magical uh, abilities. Like the guy just knows stuff. It's like, well, I was having a. Uh, uh, we, th- we thought it was uh, opium that we were smoking, but turns out it was something else, so that we... I ended up at the gates of hell. It's a long story. Type guys. He's just talking his way around everything, and uh, he's looking for something called the Infinite Corridor, which uh, is something that actually exists in the game, and when, War- uh, when Warren Ellis found it, he said, oh... I get to do cosmic horror now? Okay, cosmic horror it is. And there was a lot of trippy shit going on, and I'm not going to get into uh, how they use the the infinite corridor, but um, in terms of uh, where they can go with it, if they decide to, you know, open up the infinite corridor again, uh, like, Anything, like, anything timeline-wise for Castlevania is now on the table. They don't have to do flash-forwards and flashbacks. They can literally have interactions. Uh, If they so choose, like, if they want to switch gears to, uh, say, Soma Cruz in the modern setting, they can switch gears to Soma Cruz in the modern setting. It's entirely possible with it. So... Uh, right. Uh, okay. So, 
So you have like the women and Hector, they're trying to come to a uh, arrangement and like there's like, that's like, that's, it's like watching a head fuck uh, happen. Like, you know how you ever hear of Stockholm syndrome? Uh, you're literally watching that happen uh, with uh, Alucard. He's, he has this uh, like a very personal and very uh, like tragic story going on. I'm not going to get into, uh, I, I feel like you, you know how it's going to end when it, uh, like certain things go on. Uh, with Isaac, Isaac was a, a pleasant surprise, but uh, because like it was character growth. You're watching a character grow, like uh, and with Sypha uh, and Trevor, you're getting a very, very. Um, like through the ringer uh, sort of story that uh, like it could be a like their story could be an entire game it could be a straight up movie if you take everything out from everybody else and just have all the stuff like it like their story is the core of the story in that everything else going on around them is uh, gravy. So, and yeah, so, was season three good? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I don't know when Netflix started doing this, but they, they have a top 10 now. So, the weekend that it came out, uh, Castlevania was going back and forth between uh, four, five, six, and seven. Like, I don't know if it was ever, like, the top one thing that I was watching. Because I want to say it came out the same weekend or the same day as uh, the new War- uh, Mark Wahlberg movie, Spencer Confidential. Uh, more on that later. Uh, but the, yeah. So, Castlevania season three, um, very good. Uh, highly recommend it because. Like, it's not often that I, I reach out to people, but, like, I have a cousin that, uh, like, her, uh, job literally is to, uh, research and teach people about, um, uh, medieval era. I'm not, I can't put it, I can't put it like a, like a, an actual, uh, like, pin in what, uh, time period she, uh, discusses, but her career is, like, medieval stuff, and I was like, you know, uh, I, th- I think she might appreciate this if she isn't already. So I reached out to her and, and like, and I don't do that a lot. Like, there's only a handful of people I tell stuff about because I know they'll actually check it out or appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I'm t- letting you guys know if you haven't already, start watching uh, Castlevania for the love of God. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by Double Barrel Theater. Please check out our comics. Check out our Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Like, check out the, uh, the author, Matthew Kale, on Twitter, MWKale, and on Instagram, MWKale. Peace.